0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. we got a good show for you today. We're going to talk about Alex Bregman. Who's going to get those last few roster spots? What team is the Astros' biggest competition? Did the Astros just sign a young stud? How will Jose Altuve do next year? This and much, much more. On the show today, as usual, Wally is here as always. And Stadium Steffi, Steffi, Wally, what's up?
1: Hi, y'all.
0: Nice to see Steffi back on the, on the stream. Glad I mean, to be back. Is Steffi and Ryan the same person? Because uh, have they been on here together? Once. Once. You know, that, that thing where like, table. we've never seen them together. Oh, yeah, the round table. <laughs> I'm Batman.
2: <laughs> no,
0: so Edward. A-
2: pitchers and catchers report tomorrow.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's Valentine's Day. And, and that's one thing we're going to do later folks we're going to tell you what we love about the astros and if you're watching and you want to get in the chat section we can see it tell us what you love too and if you want us to talk about anything you can do it too whatever you want to do uh so i had a long day folks i woke up at four thirty in the morning left it uh they called and asked me do you want to do a, a softball game today and i was like if I get out early enough, so I got out early enough, six to eight, got home eight thirty, ate dinner at nine, and here we are, live on the podcast. But also, I don't know if I told y'all, but they gave me a tournament. So I'm gonna do two games one day and three the next, but I didn't know what I was getting into tonight. I had to run the scoreboard, never done that before. And you could hear the you could hear the uh, the parents when you mispronounce their kids' names, if the counts wrong. Because I I get confused, like if if somebody steals, because I didn't get the I didn't get the striker ball, I have no idea what happened. I get behind, they start complaining about the count and everything. But anyway, it's (laughs) but it was awesome. I love it. What did y'all do today?
1: Work and then ate food. I made chocolate covered strawberries for tomorrow for myself. Um, Let's not get it twisted. It literally uh, treat yourself. You know, sometimes you got to. (laughs) So it was a solid day.
2: I was I was looking at baseball, worked out, enjoyed the weather, just getting ready for the season.
0: What are you doing tomorrow, lover
2: boy? We went to True Lux on Monday night. It was all you could eat, uh, stone crab claws.
0: So nothing tomorrow. And it was
2: it was deadly good. Oh, I'm sure we'll 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 cook something.
0: You know, if that, there's anything dinner, that's, that, that is all you can eat. And then it's like crab or some kind of seafood behind that. I'm in. Same. Uh, it
2: was it it's deadly good. You've been to True Lux, haven't you, Steph?
1: I have not. I've never even heard oh, of that place. So now I'm oh, like, I need to put it on west my list Himer. of places.
2: <gasps> yeah, it's down oh, down West or just just west of Galleria. Oh I've, I've never heard of it. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Monday night, all you can eat crab claws. Yeah. You know, it's good.
0: <laughs> All right, let's kick things off, folks, here on Astros Baseball. Let's talk about Alex Bregman. We got Altuve signed and then uh, – or extended, if you, however you want to word that. And Dana Brown's like, we're going to offer Bregman something, and, and we still got a couple years on Tucker, and we're going to try to extend him as well. I don't think they can extend everybody on the team, but uh, – what do y'all think about what what he, what he he's saying?
1: Man, I don't know. I feel like Alex Bregman is truly one of the pillars of this team. I think he, I feel like, I think I've said this before. He and Altuve give off a very good cop, bad cop kind of vibe. And I think that they balance each other out in a leadership way very well. So I feel like he's one of those guys that you want to have him on the team. I hope Dana does give him an offer. And, I mean, I would love to have him for, for a long time, almost very similar to a Bagwell Biggio-type situation of having both of them as lifetime Astros. I, I wouldn't hate the idea.
2: Yeah, and, you know, something that's, that's interesting, you bring up the Bagwell Biggio thing that, with uh, Crane that probably separates him a little bit from Drayton is that Drayton held on to the guys really just almost as sen- for sentimental reasons. Crane's not going to do that. He's going to mm-hmm. hold on to them as long as they're productive. Uh, he's going to work the deal that that's, he thinks is good for them, and, and but most of all good for the Astros. Um, something, the little thing that they said about Altuve is that before Altuve's deal, there was something said that he, they had been talking for a while. You know, that tells me that they've been talking to Bregman a little more than they're letting on. That also tells me with some of the Tucker talk that maybe the deal has not gone the way Crane wants it to. And so now he's trying to bring the Tucker situation a little more out in in front to maybe kind of, you know, give the idea. There we may have limited dollars and, and somebody's gonna have to get them first. I think they've got uh, money for both of them. Uh, I'm still very surprised we uh, that nothing's come on with Matt Chapman. And Chapman should is a good fit for Toronto. He's a good fit for uh, the Giants. Uh, I just have to think they're trying to wait for for Chapman to get signed to give some idea of what Bregman's number is going to be. And we talked before one of the one of the casts before. You know, Chapman is a superior defensive player. Bregman's an excellent defensive player, but Bregman's by far the superior offensive
0: player. So you brought up uh, Biggio and Bagwell, right, Steph? Whenever we had George Springer, him and Jose Altuve, they would meet in center field and high five. And you're like, God, these two guys, you know. And then we get Correa, and they become a little tandem there at second base and shortstop. And you think, wow, these guys are going to play forever. And now it's Alex Bregman, and it seems like these two guys are going to play forever. (laughs) So I think he's had these different partners that we kind of wanted them to stay together forever, and it hasn't happened yet. But one thing that I've always said on this podcast, and if you listen to it, you know that I always say this, Kyle Tucker is awesome. Kyle Tucker's a second-team, all-MLB, 30-30, 100-RBI kind of dude, right? But Alex Bregman is by far, even more than Altuve, the hardest player on this team to replace. Hardest one ever. And then uh, I had to think of his name before the show, but Eduardo Perez, they asked him. I saw a podcast he was on, or I just saw a clip. I don't really watch a bunch of them. And the guy asked him, if you are the Astros, who would you keep? Would you spend the money on Tucker or Bregman? And he said, I would spend the money on Bregman. He said, Bregman is an amazing third baseman. Like, you're, where are you going to find another guy that can play third base that well? And he said, you can replace Kyle Tucker with two decent other guys. Like, he said, Kyle Tucker a lot easier to replace. Like, I don't want to replace him i love <laughs> kyle tucker my wife really loves kyle tucker <laughs> but i don't know i i really like in my heart i want to give the money to tucker because i love tucker but it's smarter to give it to Breckman. that dude is going to be very very hard to replace and i think this year he is going to be on fire because he said it this is the first year that he's not coming in injured so i Maybe they can get a deal done with him. I mean, how is he four years younger than Altuve? Yes, about he's going into like his a. age
2: thirty season, and, so and Altuve is so playing in his age thirty four.
0: So they gave Altuve five; they'd give him nine, and then they have the, they have the same kind of contract. But will he take a lower one at the end? The thing about Bregman is, like, other teams are going to give him more, so the Astros aren't going to be able to do what they did with Altuve. So if they yeah. want him. They're going to have to pay him if they want Kyle Tucker. And I sound like a broken record. I say this is every podcast, <laughs> but who knows? Alex Bregman loves playing here. I have no idea, but that's my. Boris
2: has said this is Boris has said that Bregman's negotiation is a typical free agent deal. You know, he's at he's at the at the point now he'll be 30. This is going to be his last big contract. Yeah. He signs it. If he signs, say, six years and he goes at age 36, well, he's not going to be able to get that same number. He's going to be working on
0: one, maybe two year contracts. Yep. I agree. Very true. So, y'all think it's going to get done or not? 50 50. I I think. I think it's like 80 20.
1: I, I feel more positive than negative about it for sure. Really? I do. I'm, I don't know why. I'm,
0: I'm more negative.
1: I don't know. I feel like it's gonna get done because I feel like too last time that Bragman and Altuve were in this situation, they both got contracts very quickly one right after the other, um, with those extensions. And so it could be a, a repeat of history, hopefully in a good way, um, of them getting keeping the band together for a little bit longer, you know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but well, what Altuve's yeah. done with Boris, and they're both represented by Boris. Mm-hmm. It will show you is if Altuve goes, if if a player goes to Boris and says, I want to stay here and I want you to work a deal out and here's some of the parameters we're talking about, Boris will get the deal done with the team and he'll work the extension. If if the player says, let's just see what it looks like, that's what that's what's going to happen. It'll get expensive. True. All
0: right. Well, Lee, this is some, a topic you brought up. Let's talk about the last few roster spots. I did a show by myself, I believe, talking about the last two roster spots. And I think we both agree that there's two spots available on the offensive side and there's two spots available pitching-wise. It could be Bennett Sosa. It could be the Magic Man. It could be – it can't be Matt Gage anymore because he's not here. There's plenty of people that it could be. Yeah. And then they also, on the last podcast, we talked about them picking up a uh, a new starter and moving one of the guys down to the bullpen. So I don't know. Who do you think, and what are you thinking about these two spots, and who could it be?
2: Well, you've got – McTaggart had a good article in Astros.com today. Um, if somebody wants to you know, get a little more detail on that side, you know, you've got four spots in the bullpen. You could be looking at you've got essentially two spots on the bench as as players. You know, reasonably you're talking about you're talking about Whitley, you're talking about Sousa, you're talking about Sean Dubin, Martinez, uh, B this new guy, Oliver Ortega, Parker Mashinsky, uh, Dylan Coleman. You know, they're gonna keep probably one left hander, so you're saying probably Souza, Sousa or Mashinsky. Mashinsky's been okay you know never been good enough to stay up Sousa came up in in september was lights out i think they wish they could have taken him to the the playoffs but they got him after september 1st the interesting one on the pitching staff is whitley yeah you know they've been waiting you know this is make or break for whitley if they they're going to i think they're going to give him every chance to make the team give him a chance to get on the major league team, start in the bullpen. If his stuff comes back and he can stay healthy, you know, he gives you options in the starting staff for 2025 and beyond. Um, if he can't do it, then they're just going to DFA him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it, it's, it's 26. Mm-hmm. He's been around the team for eight years. He could probably use a, a fresh start. Um. Brandon Belak's one of these guys who's got a good chance of making the team because even if he's a a, a bullpen guy, he can be your long man. Um, Dylan Coleman had some good time in in Kansas City, but I don't think he's, yeah, you know, I don't think he he's a guarantee. So if you're if you're asking me to to pick guys, I'm saying probably Whitley, b Belak, and flip a coin between Dylan Coleman and Seth Martinez.
0: I would think Dylan think? Coleman would make it because they traded for him.
2: Yeah. but I mean, you would, you would think so. That's who McTaggart says. I oh, we, okay. None of us have seen him pitch. None of yeah. them have seen Coleman pitch. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we just go by what somebody says.
0: I think Forrest um, Whitley's spot in the bullpen on our team in 2024 is his to lose. Yeah, I think so. He's got it. He he just he can't okay, win yeah. it. He can only lose it. Cause there's no they, they want to give it to him bad. So
2: well, but that's kind of been that's kind of been his his MO all the way through through the minors. They've they've given him the spot and it's been his to lose, and he's become expert at losing it. But
0: through, that was through the starter, inter- now they move him to the bullpen.
2: Well, but but where for whatever but whether it's through you know personal issues or injury
0: yeah. it
2: seems like every time he's ready to step up something happens and and the step goes back and I hope for his for him that it comes out but you know everybody loves to see the a guy who struggled uh finally succeed and we I, you know, he you want to see him do well you want to see him overcome all the issues and be the guy that we thought he was going to be. Four or five years ago. Um,
0: what about offensive? Position.
2: What's that? Yeah, on the position side, you know, DuBon's one of them. I mean, he's your Swiss Army knife. Kassinger can play a lot of positions. You've got Hensley, Cabbage, Jolks, Singleton. Man, Singleton has got his work cut out for him. He does. Uh, I think he's just got his work cut out for him. Jolks was good for you know 80 90 games and then all of a sudden he couldn't figure out how to get ahead yeah. and didn't do that great down at at Sugarland um cabbage i think they'd like to give cabbage a spot, give him so, give okay. him a shot Dave, david hensley's one that that's still out there and if you remember back in the Seattle game when Jordan hit that big home run hensley worked that walk so yeah and he's another one that looked like he had a lot of promise and then then Last year, he just forgot how to hit when he came up, and it's he, <laughs> he's another one you you want to you want him to do well because he just see you know he just seems to be a a good team guy, and he he in in twenty two he had so many professional bat- at bats down the stretch, and you wonder what happened. You hope it comes back. Um, I think Castinger is, is a, a good odds on favorite. Um, you know, Cabbage Hensley Jolks. You know, probably jokes because you need an extra outfielder. You know, yep. jokes is like we're talking about, um, uh, about Whitley having, you know, having the job to lose. I think it's Jokes' job to lose.
0: Really? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think it's Cabbage's job to lose. <laughs> I does, think they're pretty excited about Cabbage.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, like Coleman, we haven't seen Cabbage yet. You know, yeah. see, you see that one reel where he hit a home run about eight hundred feet to center field, and in <laughs> in, 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 in in Anaheim. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, you look at his, you look at at fan graphs on his, um, on his experience, like point zero six three years of service time. Yeah, so he's got like a week.
0: Yeah, whenever I did the twenty six man roster, I think the last two spots they were down to like Jolt Kessinger. Uh, David Hensley and Singleton. I think those are the last four that I had mm-hmm. remaining, but that was before we had uh, Cabbage. Yeah. Steffi, what's up? I think
1: – You know, just hanging out, man. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> well, what do, you, what, what do you have any thoughts about the last roster spot?
1: Honestly, I mean, I think, I think it's Jolks too. I think Jolks did so much last year that you can't deny that he – came in and stepped up when he needed to. He obviously had his moments of struggle, but I really don't think you can deny that he kind of like proved his worth last year. Um, So I really think I I agree that it's Joke's job to lose. So, Um, but I mean, you never know what happens during spring training. They obviously give everybody a really good look at that time. So it'll be interesting to see what plays out around all of those moments. But, um, I would love to continue seeing Jolks. I think he was just a very exciting, dynamic player last year, and one that was really fun to watch. Um, and yeah, you got excited when he came up to bat because you kind of always felt like he was going to do something, uh, or at least maybe I did, and maybe I'm alone in that. Hopefully not, though. But no. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think it's Jolks' job to lose too, especially uh, with that bench utility kind of kind of a uh, spot there.
0: Jol, when He's Jol- a local was, uh, guy. When, yeah, when yeah, Joe kind of <laughs> felt like it was, it was cause he was local. It had a different feeling. Like you kind of like pushed for him a little more deep in the bottom yeah. of the heart. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: And another guy who's been, who was never a prospect. And then all of a sudden flashed on the, on the triple A and say, wow, here's a guy that's got some years. It's not been easy for. Him. And
0: mm-hmm. also Pedro Leon's going to get his first shot at the, uh, at the uh, yeah. big league camp. So, who knows? We've been talking about this guy being our center fielder for the last four years. So, we'll see what happens. He's the Forrest Whitley of the outfield. So, anyway, <laughs> let's get to the Astros' biggest competition. Let's start with Steffi. She needs to talk a little more.
1: I'm an awful person to start with on this. I don't even know. I was looking for insight. <laughs>
0: Wally, let's
2: start with you, Wally. <laughs> Seattle, See, Seattle. I was looking at Seattle's, you know, just their arms to you know their their pitching staff. They they've got a they've got a staff that can go toe to toe with it, with pretty much anybody. Their staff is Castillo, Gilbert, uh, Kirby, Bryce Miller, and Brian Wu. Bullpens. You know, as Munoz, uh, Brash, Santos, bullpen's not quite as good as as the uh, starting staff has been. Man, That's a tough starting staff.
0: They're Do you think all they're the biggest competition enough. to win the World Series or just the no. AOS?
2: I, I'm, just, I'm worried about the West right now. It would we'll actually you, be let's, win, let's
0: win the West. We'll
2: worry about the rest of
0: it. Oh, later. the West. So we're doing That's the true. West. Okay. Okay. And I, as yeah. far
2: as the World Series, I think I think either Seattle or, or the Astros can stack up against anybody. You know, the Yankee Everybody says the Yankees are going to win ninety five, one hundred games, but you know, you, you look at that staff. Yeah. uh they've never been able to. Those guys can't stay healthy. They uh, always get more credit than they
0: deserve. Yes, That's they true. do. Yes, okay, they do. Okay, I'm ready do. now.
1: You, I'm ready this time.
0: All right, staff's ready.
1: If, if we're going west. I think it's still the Rangers. I think the Rangers are going to have something to prove. I think they're going to come in very hot. I think that they have a very well-rounded team. Last year, I will say, I don't feel like they ever faced huge adversity the way that maybe the Astros did a little bit, and we had to fight a little harder. So I think it's going to be a huge competition, not even just looking at the numbers, looking at the stats, looking at how their rosters line up against one another, but just from a pure pride standpoint i think that pride can play a huge part in that um so i think i think it's going to be the rangers and i think they're that we're going to be battling for the west again next year or this year this year it's this year
0: wow so i'm on the spot i got to pick one of those two teams because it's not oakland and it's not the la angels it's true of anaheim or whatever they are now um i got to go a step on this if if you When you watch the playoffs, I was going to say if, but if you're listening to this or you're a guest or you're a host or whatever today on this show, you watched the Astros play the Rangers. They have a great combination of veterans and some really young guys that really played well. So what could happen to them possibly is their old veterans could get hurt. Their young kids could all have sophomore slumps. But they have a really good team, and they're going to – I think they're very well put together. I think both of them are going to give us competition. Anybody that thinks the Astros are going to plow right through this and win the AOS easily is is in for a, in for a surprise. I think it's going to be tough. I still think the Astros are going to win it, though.
2: I think so it's too. been surprising to see how <clears> – <throat> People are picking the Astros to win by five or six games. I'm with, yeah, yeah. I'm with with both of you. I don't think it's going to be whether it's the Rangers or whether it's the Mariners. It's going to be close because going to be tight. You're right, Rob. You're right, Rob. When you look at guys like Langford coming up for for the Rangers, you know they they've got a pipeline coming of young young players. They've got a, you know, with the Rangers, it's going to be their their pitching staff. You know they they put it together put that pitching sca- uh, staff together with chewing gum and bailing wire and just kind of kind of held that thing together and and then the starters got hot at the right time Yeah, 100% and they, i
1: think
0: to they Rob's won't have point, jordan I'm montgomery sorry, ahead, no i'm sorry i was going to say they won't have jordan montgomery <laughs> and then what wally said last year in the playoffs they just had to keep going to leclerc cuz they didn't have anybody else to go to so
1: yeah yeah so no, i think to your well point rob Absolutely. Uh, To Rob's point, too, I think you do look at some of these guys that were very dynamic in the playoffs, guys that were some of the newer guys. And you look at a little bit of the Jeremy Benya situation from what was it, 2022 to 2023, and he kind of went through that sophomore slump and it was it was a struggle for him. So you kind of wonder, is that going to happen to the Rangers? Are they going to have some guys that are going to kind of hit that plateau and and maybe have a little bit of a struggle year? But I think that time is only going to tell, and it's going to be an interesting ride.
2: It's yeah. going to be real interesting for the Rangers to mm-hmm. have just wanted to go through an off season as being the champions playing late longer in the season than they ever have
0: yeah. and,
2: and having everybody tell them how wonderful they are. And then coming into the next season. And we saw it, we've seen it with the Astros, you know, every year they come back from winning a world series, they, they've made the playoffs. Uh, they've in fact they've made the uh, the championship series, but they haven't just not have been quite as sharp.
0: Yeah. So the thing about the Astros, if you're not an Astro fan looking at them, if you go wins or losses as far as winning the division, maybe that is why the Astros have those extra wins. Is because last year we didn't have JV the whole year. That's going to be more wins. Yeah. If if Framber comes back to the no-hitter guy that he was earlier in the year. I think the guy had he was leading the league in ERA, and then the last two months he had like a 5.6 or something. So yeah, if he comes rough times around, at the end. we got CJ. Then we're going to get Luis Garcia and Lance McCullough sometime before the playoffs.
1: Jose Arquiti at some Jose point. Jose
0: Arquiti.
2: Jose
0: Arquiti will
1: have a full year.
2: What do y'all think about Arquiti? I mean, is Arquiti is mm. any more than a four-starter?
0: I think he's just a guy that you put in there when you don't have five guys, but he's really good. I trust yeah, him in the I, playoffs. So let me take that oh back. Oh man, I he's trust him in the playoffs. Yeah, that's playoffs. Fair. yeah. Big, yeah. Time. big time. Big absolutely. Big time. Trust him in the playoffs. All right. Did y'all see this guy's name? Have you have you heard of this guy before today? No.
1: Until you told us about him, I had no idea <laughs> who this guy was.
0: So they acquired this guy. He's a minor league player from uh, San Diego Padres, Oliver Carrillo, only 22 years old. I think he's in the Caribbean League and then maybe low A. I'm not really sure. I didn't write everything down. But I did have it in the picture I sent y'all. 91 games, 315 average, 20 homers, 75 RBIs, 505 on base percentage, 1.116 1.116 OPS. It's it's like the lowest competition of all, but those are pretty good numbers. That's somebody that could in deck. So what you know what I'm thinking about? If you could go back in time when the Astros traded for Jordan Alvarez, nobody got online and said, "Oh yeah, look at this dude we got from Cuba." Like I think I think they just. Put it out that they made the trade and nobody even paid attention to it. I certainly didn't. I didn't I didn't know Same. anything about him. So you never we were know. But... Glad.
2: Astros are just kind of glad to get rid of Josh Fields at that point.
0: Oh man. <laughs> when we played him in the World Series, I was like, look, they're gonna light this guy up. He sucks. And they lit him up.
2: Yeah, sure enough. He got lit. He got lit up like a Roman candle.
0: <laughs> we got and we got Yordon out of it. So but I don't know. It's oh, just man. like, remember, I like to remember these names and then one day they're, they're going to be really good. And you're like, Hey, remember that guy? We talked about that. Yeah, he's, dude, a, all the show. he's
2: a lottery ticket.
0: Yeah. You know, why not? Okay. I also sent y'all something about Al stats. Did you see it? I did. Cause if you didn't, I want you to, I want you to try to tell me what you think he's going to get, uh, what is it? 26 homers? You think he's higher or low? 26 homers. I say higher. I, I
2: you know, I think higher, but but I also wouldn't if someone said he hits twenty six home runs, I would, wouldn't wouldn't um, throw it out away out of throw it away out of out of uh, out of hand.
0: Yeah. Steffi, higher or lower, twenty-six.
1: I think right at twenty six.
0: Oh, well, you're right on the number. Did you write this story? Okay, he's gonna score. How'd you know? He's gonna score 104 <laughs> runs. I think that's easily he's gonna score 104 runs.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's gotta be higher.
0: Yeah. 33 that's doubles. Hard. I don't even know how many doubles the guy gets. I don't know if that's good or not. 33 yeah. doubles. That's like one double every four games. I'm going to go with lower. I don't know if that's good. How many did he have last year? Can you look that up, Ollie? I'm looking at it right now.
2: Um, I think he was high.
0: Well, you know, last
2: year he was only – Oh, yeah. He was only that's played 90 games because of uh, – year before, let's see. Let's go to 22. He had 39 and 22.
0: He would have had and more he, had seven. he
2: didn't get thrown out. He had – um he had 21 last year so if you take that and Dang. scale it up that's pretty it's you know mid to high 30s
0: and they have thir- 353 on base percentage that's pretty much one that's a 300 average that's one every three times you're gonna get on base yeah sure
1: yeah I feel that one
0: and OBS. No, you know, have the oh
2: wait the, the batting average I saw was like 273, and I think that's low.
0: For Altuve, yeah. He's going to have the struggle to get 27. There, there was one year he was struggling, and then he got hot, and he was hitting 303 all of a sudden. Like, this dude can get hot. I think 270. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. An OPS of 819. I think he'd go higher than that.
2: I think so, too.
1: I think so too, but I always just think the best of all Tuve, to be honest. It's the problem.
0: <laughs> I just said higher on everything except doubles. That's how much I like the guy.
1: <laughs> I said the same thing except for home runs. I said right at 26.
2: Yeah, he's one of those guys that's been so consistent until he sh- that until he shows you that he's tailing off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with his
0: previous production.
1: Absolutely.
0: Ooh, we got a comment from longtime listener Ooh. Steve Harden. Bald Eagle 33 is his name on Twitter. Altuvi will hit his number in home runs 27. That's what he says.
1: I almost went one higher, Steve, and then I didn't. And I said right at 26. So I'm okay with that. I like that.
0: All right, Steve. Thanks for being a part of the show. I think you're the first comment ever. If you didn't, if, if you didn't live halfway. You win. Across, if you didn't live halfway across the world, I'd send you some stickers. Steve is a good guy. He's been listening for a long time. So, Steve, make sure you follow these guys if you're not. All right. So, if you're watching uh, the live stream or you're watching on YouTube, you already see the next topic. So, we already talked about the spring training hat, which is nestled right there behind Wally. The batting practice hat. What do you think about this? Do y'all know what it is? No. I
1: haven't y'all seen haven't it. You haven't seen it? No.
0: You, you flashed it a little bit earlier. Wow. All right. So it so it is a navy. I should have put it on the screen. I it was is a say. navy blue hat. And what is it called when there's just a panel in the front? Do they call it faux?
2: Trucker hats?
0: No, no, no. It the the panel in the front. Has like the tequila sunrise stripes. It's sweet. Ooh. I didn't know y'all didn't see it. Or I mean, I would try no. to put it on here, but I would have to look it up, save it, put it on here. I, I can't do it. Oh, I see it. Yeah. yeah. That... Okay. Now that you've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. It's pretty sweet.
2: Yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: That's what they're going to hit batting practice with. I mean, usually it's like an orange one maybe or a plain blue one with the uh, with the logo with the circle. But, I, dude, orange hat for spring training, tequila sunrise in the front for batting practice. This is a good start.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I'm with it.
0: So I send you guys everything. So you should have <laughs> seen this already. It's on your phone. Did you see the St. Patrick's Day hat? It's the same thing. It has the the white panel in the front. Yeah. It is sweet, but I'm telling you, I can't get online and buy a hat for forty five dollars. I can't do it.
2: Nope. Not not a not if it doesn't say World Series on it. If it says hmm. World Series. It's it, it's going to be a little more valuable.
0: Well, I'm going to wear it. I don't care what it has on it, but. What do I have here? Oh, see, I got the gold one. I bought this for ten dollars. This Same. thing was for sale for I like those. at the game, and then the last game of the year I went to, they were ten bucks. And then online they're like sixteen, so I bought another one.
2: I'm this one was from game. This one was from game one of of the 2022 series against the Phillies. And no, I paid.
0: And yes, I paid more than ten bucks. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> that hat's probably like five dollars now on Fanatics.
1: I love
0: it. Those hats are cheap. That's a dad hat. You're a, you're a dad hatter.
1: Dad hat. You got it. I wear dad hats.
0: I just so like, like my face better. This guy on TikTok, he uh, I guess somebody was saying something about the way he bends his hat. It was like a really bent, really bad.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And someone's like, "Why do you bend your hat like that?" And then he put like a he put a flat bill hat on. Uh-huh. Like super flat but it was really high. And he's like, what do you want me to look like a train conductor? And he was like, deep, deep. but the guy's hat was <laughs> way too really small. Funny. But you know, some people tell me you need to bend your hat. You're not 15. I'm like, dude, I just put it on. It's not like I set it on the table and I lay stuff on it to keep it flat. It's just on. I'm yeah. not going to put a hillbilly <laughs> Charlie Morton bend in it to please you. Oh, love
1: it. Oh, I love it.
0: All right. That's all we got. I think we put together a fun show tonight. Oh, we got another comment. Yeah. Oh, thumbs up! <laughs> Way to go, Steve. You trick. We love it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Got any final thoughts?
1: Thought we were doing Astros things we love.
0: Wow. Okay, the I gotta that. We're not done, folks. We're still <laughs> not done. We're not even done with that because we got this. Uh, what was the last one closest to? Chili's was Chili's. the last. It's chilies. Chilies. I don't have my glasses on, but now we have closest stadiums, folks. This is the same guy. Breaker. I got to get his name. It's two times on a row. I don't have his name. Closest MLB stadium in distance to Waffle House. Here's my Waffle Atlanta.
2: House. It's got to be Atlanta. How
0: do you know this?
2: Well, it's Atlanta. You know, yep. Southern and.
0: It's half a mile away. Is there one in the stadium?
1: I think it's like right wow. outside.
0: Okay. Well, how I do you say it's like right anything? outside
1: of the battery, maybe?
0: Cincinnati. I don't know, but if it's Atlanta, they
2: got more. They got more Waffle Houses in Atlanta. You check a stick at.
0: <laughs> Is this a bad thing to be close to a Waffle House?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Some people like yeah. it, and
0: I, I don't. I won't even go in it.
2: Really? I stopped.
0: I stopped in Denton, Texas and went to a Waffle House. And half of it you can smoke, and the other half you couldn't. I sat down and I was going to order, and I'm like, "It stinks in here." So I won't go back just because of that. Globe Life Field is number three. Tropicana number four. The Astros are number nine. Do you know how far away a Waffle House is to Minute Maid Park? Like two and a half miles, something like that. No. How far? Dallas. Steph's got to answer first, guy.
1: The suspense. Well, I already saw it, but I just forgot. Oh,
0: I wouldn't even know because <laughs> I don't know if there's a Waffle House in Houston. I would say like 20 miles. I have no idea, but it's, it's 11 11 and a half miles. Yeah.
1: I, that's, I was shocked when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, I feel like there's not one that close. But
0: <laughs> I was like, where the hell is far. the Waffle House? At? Also,
1: uh, the guy's name is Brooks Gate.
0: Brooks Gate. At Brooks Gate. At Everyone Brooks follow gate. at Brooksgate. I'm gonna get them on here. You should like, hey, dude, you might as well come on because we're stealing all your stuff. <laughs> at Brooksgate.
1: At Brooks Noe underscore so, Gate.
0: So again, T-Mobile parks in Seattle isn't near anything. What's in Seattle? A Starbucks. Could, that guy That's should about do a Starbucks. It. They could be first. If you
1: did buy Starbucks, it would easily be Seattle. <laughs> ah, maybe, no, New York doesn't have one that close, I guess. Neither. Yeah. The biggest surprise
0: on the list. This is my biggest shocker Waffle House. I think Waffle House is a, a low, crappy kind of place. Coming in at number 28 at 628 miles is Oakland. How does Oakland not have a Waffle House <laughs> in the stadium?
1: They don't have anything in the stadium. Oh. That's the issue.
0: Did y'all see the 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 mayor of Las Vegas?
1: Yes,
0: she yeah, was like, talk hey, about keep, keep them this. there, keep them there." That was so it was a
2: done deal. You, you talk about somebody who's been crawfishing after that. Oof.
1: Goodness. Oh,
0: she, she changed her tune she's trying. Oh.
1: That's wild. Yeah, when I saw that I was I was like this has got to be a parody account, right? Like there's no way the mayor of Las Vegas is telling them to stay in Oakland. Sure enough, it was real. I was shocked.
0: You know something if you look at number 17 and 18 going back to the list. There's Two stadiums. One is 75.71 miles away. I guess this isn't going to make sense. And the other one is 75.85 miles away. It's probably the same Waffle House because it's New York.
1: <laughs> probably is. Has to right? be. Yeah. Probably the Waffle House in Times Square. Do they have a Waffle House in Times Square? I don't really know. but It wouldn't
0: be 75 oh. miles.
1: That is wild, though.
0: Wrigley Field.
1: Just wild.
0: So anyway, yeah, that's it. Brooks Gate, thank you for your content.
1: It's fun. Amen. It's fun content. He's got good stuff.
2: And so Stacey, what do you of, love
0: about the Astros? Let me put this oh, up here first. I'm digging, uh, I, I'm digging the orange. We switched to the orange last time. I you know. Like
1: it, I love the orange. It's way better. It's way, better. It's way just, better. It pops. It pops. It does. You know? It does. I don't know what to do with my hands. Anyway, um, (laughs) so things I love about the Astros. (laughs) Wow. One of the things I love the most is spring training. Uh, I think it's one of the most incredible experiences, and if you haven't done it, you should. As an Astros fan, it's an amazing place to get autographs. It's an amazing place to see new prospects for the first time, to see guys fighting for a spot, and really just to be in Florida in the sun. But wear your sunscreen because – Learned that the hard way a couple times. And I've been going for seven years. And for some reason I haven't learned, but here we are. But yeah, spring training, one of my favorite times of the year. And it's just, again, it's one of those things that you got to do it once, but then when you do it once, you're going to want to go for the rest of your life, like my family and I have. So, uh, yeah, I would say spring training is an Astros thing. I love, and I think we have some of the best facilities out of any major league team. They're just incredible.
2: Mm. Well, I like how the Astros play the game. I love how they play the game. And I also love that no matter how many people hate us and how many people say vile things and call us cheaters, the (laughs) Astros stick it to them every year and just smile doing it.
0: Yep, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really prepared to answer this, but... (laughs) So back before I joined fan-sided. I could do whatever I wanted on here. I wasn't getting paid. I just did whatever I wanted. I had the logo black. It had the uh, Empire Strikes It was the uh, Empire Strikes Back logo but on top of the Death Star. And the Imperial March was the intro music. I like being the bad guy. It's fun. (laughs) I love it. I, I don't know. It's just kind of it's kind of fun liking a team nobody else likes because you're not going to get bandwagon Astro fans. You can't. No one's going to jump on the bandwagon. I don't think.
2: Kind of gives you some freedom because you can do what you want because no one likes
0: you anyway. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> true. <laughs> they're they're going to call like you a cheater it. no matter what. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they say that on TikTok. I'm like, is that all you got, Demi?
2: Somebody gave it to me the other day about saying Altuve shouldn't be in the shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. can't be in the Hall of Fame because uh, they' because the Astros are cheaters. And I said, well, he said, well, you know if you're using your logic, Willie May shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Mm. And I was like, what? I said in 1951, the, the New York Giants had a guy in the center field in the polo grounds with a telescope. Yep. And and the flashlight. May have talked about it before. And he they were relaying signs. And the Giants went on that big run. And then who was playing center field? Willie Mays. So if Altuve's not going to be in the in the Hall of Fame, you got to take Willie out too.
0: He'll be in there. So here's another thing I love about being an Astros fan. I love How if other people are a little short on likes and views on their little pages, all they got to do is talk about us. That's all they got to (laughs) do.
1: Ain't that the (laughs) truth.
0: (laughs) That's all they got to talk about.
1: Some people have made a career out of it. They have. It's crazy.
0: I guess Steve's done. All right, Steve. (laughs) Whoa, what happened? All right. Well, that's all I have. Uh, For real this time. (laughs) Y'all have any final thoughts that you might have wanted to get off your chest? It's just great to start the
1: the
0: season. Yep. Pitchers and catchers tomorrow. That's awesome. Pitchers and catchers
1: tomorrow.
0: You know, we didn't even talk about the Super Bowl. There's no need to. But, uh, Baseball that's part
1: of the that's Super Bowl
0: what, is that it's over. So that is baseball a, season. That That's all it's I saw on started. Twitter. It's like, all right, baseball season starts. You're up. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited about spring training. I can't wait for us to be able to come on here and talk about some games for uh, Steffi to go live on location at spring training and find <laughs> Luke Berryhill. So yesterday, him and his dad were outside loading up his car. He's like, Luke's heading to Florida. So oh, I love it. That's exciting.
1: That's awesome.
0: All right, folks. Now there's five. P- oh, we got a comment. Love Enjoy a the comment. show as usual. Go, Astros. Let's go. All right, Steve. Thank you. Thanks, so for Steve. Wally, Stadium Steffi. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. What's
2: so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?